Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. This hour, everybody. So welcome, welcome. Good morning, good morning. We are uh, in this hour of the social media show on Breakfast with Champions, and we this hour are going to talk about, and we're going to talk with someone who is doing this. We're going to talk about using social media for good, for good purposes, for good, worthy, noble purposes. You know, social media sometimes. Social media sometimes gets a bad rap. I've been in the social media game for a long time. Like Alexander uh, mentioned, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm at least partly responsible for for helping with a lot of creators doing over 30 billion views, uh, sorry, three billion views a month, <laughs> a month. Um, and we, I, I do a lot of social media, and there's a lot of talk about how social media can be unhealthy for people, and I understand that. I can I can understand how social media can be unhealthy and we talk about screen time and I have three little kids of my own and we we certainly try to limit screen time with with my children because there can be issues with that but I feel like sometimes it gets a bad rap because we don't look at the good side of social media sometimes and how much good it can do, it it can do and the good causes we can use social media to promote and to amplify the good, not just good causes, but good people as well. Uh, it's interesting. There have been a lot of studies done. You know, we always talk about studies. I was reading about some other studies in preparation for this that found that positive interactions and participating in a collective action through social media. Social media is a collective interaction and you can have positive interactions on social media. Those can serve as a collect collective action that can enhance people's well-being. So, for instance, uh, when you can, you can. They had some studies about enhancing women's well-being when when they engaged in social media in tweets about sexism and overcoming sexism. Think about the Me Too movement. 
you know, there's all this hype also about social media and social isolation. And again, I get it. I, I totally understand. And, and it's one of the reasons why I don't have my little children just scrolling through my TikTok account. Although sometimes we do watch those videos and I'm very mindful of making videos that only my children could ever watch. I, I don't like putting things out on social media that my children could never watch. But uh, there are also studies I was reading about that that social media can actually decrease loneliness when it's used to enhance existing relationships. So, of course, we don't want to use social media as a, as a real life, as a substitute for real life social interaction. I think that's where it can become very detrimental. But it can help enhance existing relationships. It can forge new meaningful connections. Think about what happened in the pandemic with Zoom. When, when the pandemic started, and I, was, I would call Zoom and send some of these, uh, these applications, also I'd put them under the realm of social media in certain respects. But think about what they did for relationships when we couldn't see people physically. I, we started having Sunday, uh, sort of a Sunday service, if you will, with my whole family across the country every Sunday once the pandemic hit. It was, it was a phenomenal experience, which, which brought our family closer. So social media can certainly forge and enhance existing relationships. Um, and, and of course, like any other tool or medium, really it's your intention. It's your intention that defines the use of your social media and defines that ethical use of your social media. So we're going to talk today about that, about that intention and, and talk about some principles that you can use when you to use social media for good and i ha have up here on stage with us um somebody who i respect and who is a who is a friend of mine and uh and it's been it was so powerful hearing this past hour burton's story um and and my friend Brittany has has also another story um and it's a difficult story to to listen to but i think it's an important story to listen to and I want to frame it in a, in this idea of using social media for good. And of course, it's also self-interested, everybody, because, because we are doing something tomorrow on this social media app, this Clubhouse app. We're, we're doing an amazing charity auction on this Clubhouse app. The first hour of it, actually, starting at noon Eastern tomorrow, is going to be guest modded by some of the all-stars who are up here uh, right now, Nate Forrest and Alexander and uh, Kelsey, you're going to help guest guest moderate the first hour of the of this charity auction. I can't wait for it. And we are actually auctioning off, by the way, we're auctioning off a VIP ticket to Glenn Lundy's Grow for Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference in Lexington, Kentucky. We're auctioning off a VIP ticket uh, tomorrow. So cannot wait for that. In fact, DM me. Uh, breakfast with champions just dm me breakfast with champions and i'm going i'll, I'll dm you the the link to pre-bid on that if you can't be on this app at this hour right in fact right now during this hour is when we're going to be doing this auction tomorrow on clubhouse so if you're right now on here you come back tomorrow but if you can't be here tomorrow and if you can't be a part of the really fun auction you can certainly uh dm me DM me breakfast with champs. I'll DM you the link to pre-bid on that, on that, uh, in, on that item, or just DM me auction. I'll send you the, the link. But, but the purpose of this and why I'm so thinking about social media for good, um, is because of, of Brittany who's here with us today and the cause that we're doing 
that we're doing this auction tomorrow for is for what's called the Save Damien uh, movement, the Save Damien campaign, if you will, uh, her son, Damien. And uh, Brittany, I'll let you explain it. But then um, after talking a little bit about uh, about Damien and and how this came about, I'd love to dive into a conversation about your experience of using social media for the movement that you've started and some of the principles and some of your experiences and maybe some, some successes that you found, some failures that you found so we can all learn from, from your experience and we can talk about some other great principles that I know about using social media and, and how we can even move forward with that and how, how people here might be able to use their own social media for good. But Brett, Brittany, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day. I know, I know you're busy. Everybody, Brittany is is an amazing rock star who who is heading up this movement for her son and for for all other children who suffer from what her son is suffering from. And she she's also a full-time working mother as well. And her husband is a full-time working dad. I just have so much respect for for what you do. And I appreciate you taking some of the time out this morning. We're we're both on the East Coast. We live in the same town. Just to, to let you know how I got to know Brittany is uh she and her husband in our church are the uh, were the prime were the primary music leaders. And so my little kids got to got to enjoy them and if you can imagine her husband is a is a six foot six foot something four i don't know three i don't know how tall your husband is is Brittany brock but brock is a uh, is a is a is a bodybuilder i don't know if you call him an amateur or professional he's been in he's been in competitions he's a bodybuilder yeah he's professional now professional yeah. he's a professional <laughs> bodybuilder who also is a uh, is a stuntman and actor he he it works he's a suit he literally is a superhero and disney character um as well at uh working at i think that is it at disneyland and universal i always get i always forget both. you can yep, you can disneyland. speak to it <laughs> yeah, but <both>. uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> if you can imagine somebody who looks like that alongside with Brittany, who's also tall uh, sitting there and leading little primary children in singing primary songs and just kind of being goofy and fun up in front of children. That's the experience that my children had with uh, with Brittany and uh, her husband, Brock. But Brittany, thank you for taking your time out this morning and being with us. And I uh, would love for you to just talk about your experience, talk about Damien and and what led to this movement that you're doing. And then we can talk about your experiences with, uh, with social media for using social media for good. So thanks for being here, Brittany. Yeah, thank you, Eric. Um, and thanks everybody for letting me uh, be here and join you guys. Um, so a little bit of a backstory. Um, my son, Damien, who is two years old, he turned two back in May. Um, in At the end of March, he was diagnosed with um, a terminal, very rare genetic disease called acid sphingomyelinase deficiency, um, or ASMD. Um, we, up until January of this year, we thought he was totally healthy. Um, he was a little bit delayed in development, but, um, we weren't worried at all. And then, uh, starting in January, we, we noticed his, uh, regression starting. He was starting to get tired and starting to not move around as much as he was doing. He started, uh, he, he stopped pulling himself up to stand and, um, Anyways, I'll, I'll try to make this short, but uh, he is declining uh, pretty 
regularly and um, he's no longer able to sit up. Um, he is getting mentally slower. Part of this disease is it's, it's kind of like Alzheimer's, the uh, types of things that he's experiencing um, with um, his brain deteriorating. So um, obviously we're on a really um, tight timeline. Uh, when, when he was first diagnosed, I uh, very quickly found the Wilder Nation Foundation, um, who I am campaigning for. Um, raising money for. Uh, they are the only organization to be um, developing a treatment for this disease. And um, they've been doing it for almost 10 years now, and they're, they're almost done with it. Um, but if it, it's, it's very possible that it's, it's completed right after Damien would need it. Um, so we're doing everything we can to create a surge in funding and public awareness so that um, it, so that it will be done in time to save my son's life. So um, um, that's kind of the, the gist of, of what we're, what we're doing with our campaign. Um, ever since I started campaigning, um, I, I mean, I've, my whole, I guess my whole professional career, I've been really interested in, in social media and watching it and, and uh, I kind of wonder if my interest in following social media platforms and seeing how um, and being interested in how uh, successful ones are successful, I, I wonder if, if that interest really is um, divinely in inspired and to prepare me for this, honestly, um, because I, I feel like I have been able to kind of hit the ground running as soon as we got the diagnosis. It was a few weeks later that we started our, our campaign. Um, I think first and foremost, what I have learned in doing this campaign is um, I've just been blown away by how good people are. You know, you hear on the news, um, slander is celebrated. You know, that's the kind of things that you hear is, is people uh, just working in their own um, self-interest and and, um, but in my experience, so many people have reached out to me and, and offered to help when they have had big platforms, um, because they know the cause is noble and, and people are good and people want to help. And in a lot of situations, you know, I spend a lot of time reaching out to influencers and, um, if I am able to get through, uh, the, the kind of pipeline and, their eyes are actually, um, they actually see my story. Um, I, I've always had them want to help. And, um, and it's just because people are good and people know that this, that helping children is, um, is important. And, um, it's really changed my life and, and my outlook on, uh, people and how I view people. Um, in person and on social media that, that people, people are all real people. And um, it's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really life-changing this experience. Um, we, I, I talked with Eric a little bit yesterday um, about what I was going to maybe um, bring up today. And um, one thing during this campaign that has been 
a game changer for us is, um, oh, it says I have a poor connection. I hope people can still hear me. Um, You're all good. You're good. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so back in June, I was able to get in contact with Sharon McMahon, who has a, a very big following and a growing following on social media. Um, her handles is Sharon says so, and she's a government teacher, but she's also, um, she's also kind of become a philanthropist, um, a bit. And she, she usually just kind of drops knowledge on, on the government and how the government works and which is really entertaining and educational. And then every once in a while she will say it, someone needs our help. And, her audience responds um, incredibly uh, actively. And so when she was able to, um, when I was able to get in contact with her, she offered to help and it was very quickly, it shocked me one morning, I woke up at six in the morning and my phone was just going off, like a buzzer was just going off. And I, and I thought that doesn't sound like, like my alarm. And I pick up my phone and it's, it was Venmo notifications and it was just ping, 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 just thousands, hundreds of thousands of, of, well, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but it was just a nonstop ticking. I couldn't use my phone the entire day. Um, we ended up raising uh, 400,000, over $400,000 that day in both um, combined Venmo, PayPal, um, and the GoFund, the main GoFundMe uh, donations. So, uh, I mean, people are so good. These are people that um, I think we ended up uh, having almost 20,000 donations, which is a mind-boggling number. But so many people were messaging uh, with their donations saying, I'm sorry, I know it's not much, but I hope this helps. And many of those donations were just $1 or $2. But you add it up, and it's just life-changing um what these this group of people was able to do and and um it's really in large part to this this influencer who just has a good heart and um vets her um beneficiaries uh, very well and she is genuine and um so that that genuine genuinity that she has really just comes across to to her followers and um, Eric, I don't know if there was anything specific you wanted me to yeah, mention. No, I would but... love yeah, – and Brittany, thank you so much, by the way, for, for being here and just sharing the story. I know it's a yeah. – I, I know it's a diff, can be a difficult story to share, and I appreciate you. And if, if anybody has questions for Brittany, I would love to uh, feel free to pop your mic. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to talk about this. So Sharon Says So, who is this influencer, because I think this is a big – this is a big part of, of what people – Often, if they want to use their social media for a cause, if, if you want to try to get a positive message out, this idea of collaboration and of, of amplification with connections, connecting with others to amplify the message, I think is a, is a, a, a critical, critical component of, of amplifying a good message onto social media. Um, I mean, certainly we talk we talk about it in social media all the time. Do you do you want to grow your TikTok? Do you want to grow your Instagram? Do you want to do you want to grow your even your Twitter? Collaborate, 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 collaborate with people. A high tide rises all boats, right? 
um, you collaborate, you you get put into new eyeballs that you would never be put into before. Make videos with other people, do do, do TikToks, tag each other, um, do, share stories, do story tags, and tag each other on stories and so forth. So we talk all the time about collaboration when it comes to trying to just grow your account. Um, but this the, this power of collaboration when it comes to trying to amplify a message and trying to use it for, for a good cause, I think is, is even more critical and can be even more powerful. And you experienced that with Sharon says, so did you, did you have a, had you been following her before? Had you been involved in her community? Cause she has this community. She has her, uh, her governors they're called. Mm-hmm. And so she has, the, were, were you a governor? before encountering her with uh, with starting the Save Damien movement? Yeah, I, I was. I had been, um, I, I was interested in her account. I was a longtime follower beforehand um, just because I liked her content and I appreciated her overall message of unity and um, working with people who may have different uh, political ideologies as you and um, I I really enjoyed her content and I'd seen her do these um, philanthropic um, stories every once in a while um, and so I I had I already had a great respect for her and a respect for her community um, when I reached out so um, I, I probably had been following her for a a few months before I even knew anything was going on with Damien. So, so you you were a governor already, is basically. I I was, um, but since that time, I since we've had this campaign started, I've I've obviously been seeking out people that are are like her and people who want to help. I mean, that's that's kind of the the big, um, the big thing. For me, watching this campaign roll forward is that most everybody is willing to donate a dollar or two to a really good cause. And um, in in the grand scheme of things, when you think about medicine and and uh, big pharma and how um, how diseases can be treated, I mean, we're talking like typically a treatment for a disease like this would cost a billion dollars, like literally a billion dollars. And it's, it's you know, some gargantuan number. And because we are blessed enough to have been diagnosed with a, a disease that uh, that people have been working on for a little bit of time, and, and we're kind of at the tail end of that, um, we only need $3 million to uh, essentially speed this up enough for Damien. So $3 million is a huge number, of course, but but thinking about, you know, if, if I just found 3 million good people who want to donate a dollar, that's, that's what we need. And so, so for me, it's been, I, I've had a lot of drive to find influencers um, who could speak out to a, a large group of people, because I, I truly think that if just enough people hear about our story, that we can do this. Um Oh, I, I, oh, sorry, sorry, Brittany. I was just gonna say, because um, I want also gets to what your experience was like last night. But uh, yeah. but before doing that, I think I think just em- emphasizing this point 
is I feel like the the Sharon says so she could authentically essentially say, hey, let's help out this governor. You know, here's here's Brittany and she's a part of our community. And and so let's help her out. And I think that highlights that highlights this concept of of if if any of us wants to be using social media to try to amplify a message, to try to ampl amplify a cause or to try to amplify a message, and we want to connect with others. I mean, we, we can think of it almost like, like, a, like a, a party mixer, right? Like a cocktail hour where, you know, what do you do when, you, when you're at a cocktail hour and you want to make some connections? Well, you mingle, you chat, you build on common relationships, you build on common beliefs. I mean, you, you try to build up a relationship first and I think this is obviously like sales one on one. We have a, we have amazing salespeople here. I mean, I, I know Nate. We've already talked about sometimes your great tactics with sales. But the 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 idea of um, creating a uh, at least some type of relationship before you make that ask, before you try to ask somebody to to amplify a message or to be involved. And I feel like in the case of Sharon says so of this this influencer and and by the way i mean she's not she wouldn't be what you would call one of the top influencers in the world i mean she has i hate to say only Brittany, but she has only you know it's like six hundred thousand followers or something um to that extent i mean uh, there are lots of influencers have a lot, lot more followers but you right. you had a relationship with her already and um and she has a passionate she has a passionate fan base and I, I feel like she was able to genuinely present, hey, here's a governor who needs our help. And I think it's a really great principle for all of us to think about when we're thinking about using social media for good and trying to amplify a message for good is this idea of, you know, think, think about it in the way that you would if, if you were just building in a quote unquote normal relationship at, at, a, at a party when you would then try to want to connect with someone. Um, but then I think, Brittany, you, when we were talking yesterday, you were going to do sort of the opposite last night, right? You were going out and, and searching out for somebody who you didn't quite have a relationship already with. But uh, how did that go last night? I knew you, you had an experience last night. Yeah, that was a really scary experience for me. I, I mean, I, I am very introverted. And so being public like this is is very much out of my comfort zone. Obviously, I'm going to do whatever it takes for my son. Um, uh, he's he's worth any discomfort that I could ever feel. So um, I'm I'm happy to put myself in that situation. But it is uncomfortable. Um, but yesterday, um, so I, I had a friend who there there's been a lot of friends who since I've I've started campaigning have said, oh, have you heard of this person? This is they've got a big following. You should talk with them and. Um, it, you know, easier said than done in most cases, but, um, but I have been able to start following other, other people and try to kind of, um, feel them out, so to speak, kind of try to understand what they're about. And if, um, if I think it would, it, they would, um, you know, be able to help. Um, so I had a friend who introduced me to Charlie Rocket, who has, um, a huge TikTok following and, uh, and he's got about the same, honestly, about the same following as, as Sharon says so on, on Instagram. 
but he is a hundred percent philanthropist. That's all he does. Um, and uh, I've been following him for a while. He's really interested in kind of um, doing, helping people's dreams come true, like the rags to riches types of stories. So um, he, I knew he was about to start this big bus tour across America. He started it today where, where they're just going to go around and ask people. It, it kind of feels like an art uh, project, honestly. Um, a really awesome thing that he's doing. But um, so I knew that he, that they were doing this launch today. And uh, two, not last night, but the night before, he had posted on his Instagram where he was going to be. And I knew he had insane connections to insane people. I'd been watching him over the past uh, two weeks. I'd probably been following him for two weeks um, and seeing him in that time talking with Oprah to help people out and talking with um, he had Mike Tyson show up in person to help out somebody that he was uh, trying to you know, help him become successful. And so I knew he had insane connections to people. Um, so he said where he was going to be, he was going to be in Hollywood and I live about 45 minutes away from Hollywood. And so, um, me and Damien, I put Damien in the car and we went to FedEx and, and printed up a, a letter. I wrote him a letter and, and some flyers, uh, the save Damien flyers that I typically keep in, in my, um, uh, diaper bag. And we drove to Hollywood and we found him <laughs> and, uh, we show up to, um, it, he was at a saddle ranch and we had, we'd gotten a table and, um, he had his tour bus there where he had people with markers, write Their dream. So I did it. And, and one of his content managers came up, asked if she could film me writing my dream. She didn't know what I was going to write. And, and I, I wrote, you know, I want to save my son's life. She asked it a little bit more and, and we had a, long conversation. She was very interested. And, um, I asked her if it would be appropriate for me to give my letter to, to Charlie. And she said, Oh yeah, just, if you see him, if you see him, you should go up and talk to him. Um, he would, he would love to talk with you. And, um, so I did, I was extremely nervous. It took me a, a little bit of time to get up the courage to do it, but I, I did. And, uh, he had already been briefed by this content manager that I was talking with. And so, by the time I, I got up to, to talk to him, he said, don't worry, like, we're already trying to come up with ideas for you. Like, this is a really important cause that you're doing. And don't worry, we've got your back. Like, so I, I mean, <laughs> I, I thought I was going to show up and there was going to be a long line of people who were going to say, I want this, I want that, like, this is my dream. Can you help me? But it turned out that I was the only one there. <laughs> Everybody else who was there was close friends with him and they were there to have a party. Um, so I was, you know, it's just, um, a, just another reminder to me that you just got to show up. If you want something, go, go and ask for it. So, um, anyways, yeah, it was, it, it was really crazy last night. So I'm really glad that I'm really glad we went. Brittany, that is, that is amazing. I was not expecting that. I I was not expecting that that was going to go that way, that well. I uh, I I talked to Brittany uh, before while she was on her way, but then didn't talk to her after to find out. I I did not think that was going to go that well. That is amazing. What a, what an amazing testament to, like you said, just 
you pull up your bootstraps and go. Pull up your bootstraps and go. Because what is the worst that, I mean, what the worst that would have happened last night? I mean, there could be a lot of other worst, worst, That's worst things. That's what I was but, telling but, myself. The worst yeah, thing that the, could happen is I don't get to speak with them. There's not an opportunity. And I get to have a nice little date night with my son. <laughs> and exactly. I had to keep telling myself that. But I was shaking. I was very nervous. Well, that that is amazing. And I think, it, again, it speaks to that you were also really mindful of, because like you said, there are a lot of people who have all these, uh, all these followers and you were really mindful of, of approaching someone who, who was like-minded and who, and I think that's such a great lesson for all of us. Of if, if we're going to be approaching someone f to collaborate or to help amplify something to, to do your homework and look to see, do they, do they have, like-minded followers do they do they have a a purpose or a cause that they are doing that that links well i mean I, you know if you had if, if you'd been out searching for an influencer who is just all about fashion and is just a fashion influencer and only likes to talk about fashion it probably wouldn't have gone as well right yeah and actually that has happened um before i before I had um, any conversations with Sharon says so, um, I had a friend who incredibly connected me with um, with Amanda Seyfried, the actress from um, big time actress. She's obviously got a ton of followers. She's got five million followers on on Instagram, and um, Amanda was so kind and posted a just a, a story and then also she put a post on her Instagram about Damien and asked people if they would help and you know if if half of her if less than half of her followers gave two dollars we'd be done with our campaign right this was a huge deal and um from her posts and her stories um and her asking her followers to help we raised five thousand dollars which which was really exciting and I'm obviously super super grateful but you know it's interesting um it's it, I mean exactly what you said Eric is is finding someone who has like-minded followers and um and has a community that they they have a relationship with each other um goes a, a long way you know comparing huge a-lister celebrity Amanda Seyfried um, whose community raised $5,000 for me versus Sharon Sesso, who has um, at, at the time about 600,000 followers and we raised $400,000 in a day. It's a, I mean, what a difference. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such an amazing, uh, I don't want to call it experiment, but it is, it's such an amazing case study, if you will. Uh, about that. And I think it really speaks well to what we've talked a lot about oftentimes in our social media show about this, uh, the, the idea of the sort of the power of niche and the power of, of who your, who your audience is and, and what your intention is with what you do. Um, yeah, that, that's just, it's kind of mind boggling to see the difference um, and, and the power that, that power that some people hold and, and the sort of illusionary power that that some people hold and and you realize well it's not it's not quite the same type of influence as as one would think that it would be um 
just to just to do a quick room uh, reset, everybody. You, good morning. Thanks so much for being here. Good morning or afternoon. You're in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast uh, Club. We bring you motivation, education, inspiration from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to noon Eastern on Saturday. Also, Club 111 on Sunday, live on Clubhouse. And uh, don't forget, if you missed a segment or want to re-listen to a favorite episode, just go to the Breakfast with Champions podcast. Listen to any time. Go to breakfastwithchampions.live to grab the link. Subscribe to the podcast. You find out everything else that's going on, breakfastwithchampions.live. Um, and right now, we're today we're talking about using our social media for good and, and some of the principles of using the social media platforms to help amplify a good message or to, uh, to use it for a cause. I know a lot of people here are for business, but also we also get involved in causes. And we have with us Brittany Markham, who is the mother to Damien, and she is, has headed up the Save Damien campaign to, to literally try to help save her son's life and also lives of, of other children who uh, suffer from the same disease, ASMD. And so again, Brittany, I really thank you for being here. And before before we keep going in the conversation, is there, any, is there anyone who's on stage? And uh, just go ahead and unmic if you want to and hop in who have any thoughts or comments about, about what we've been talking about, about the power to use social media for good and some of the strategies for using social media for good. Or if anyone has any questions for Brittany, would love to see it if you want to pop your mic. Or you can also message me in the DM, but let me know if it, does anybody here have any questions or any comments about what we've been talking about uh, so far? Go ahead and un, un, unmute, as they say, or unmic. And if not, I would also like to talk about uh, another really great thing to do. And uh, I feel like you've been doing this, Brittany, and what you've been doing, but it's it's that power of sharing stories about sh sharing a story that that you have um, and how powerful the use of sharing stories can be you know I think sometimes people are people want to just get out information and they want to get out information um, I've I've talked with other organizations about how they can get their message out and how they can amplify their message and sometimes they overlook this idea that sharing a story can be one of the most powerful ways to get a message out and to have people connect with message with a message. I mean, you can share like infographics, right? You can share, you can share graphics about, um, you know, some some information about this, that, and the other thing. But sometimes that's not going to touch someone in the same way that that a story will will touch someone. And so obviously with, with you, I mean, this is a story um, that you've had. And I don't know if you've, if you can speak on that, on the, how you've seen the effectiveness of, of sharing a story that is so relatable. And it's one of the reasons why it touched me so much is because I'm a, a father, I'm a parent and I have children. And, and as I've said before, and I know you've said, if I had a child, if one of my children was going through what Damien's going through, I, I too would try to move heaven and earth to try to do something. And, and that's why I respect you so much in what you've been trying to do and, and what you've have begun. 
Um, but do you have any thoughts on on this about the power that it's been of being able to share a story that is relatable to others? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, in starting this, the social media, like specifically my Instagram um, and trying to grow that account, you know, all, all of this obviously is, is done out of you know, the motivation comes from trying to save my son's life. Right. Like I, I am, I have no interest in, fame. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I'm very private. And before this happened, I was hardly on Facebook, hardly on Instagram, not really posting very often. Um, cause I just had no desire to share my story with people. I'm, I'm very private. Um, but this, this, um, this needing to share our story came out of the necessity of, you know, trying to save my son's life. And, um, you know, I think in, in a brand new audience, our story of my, my son is dying is, um, it hits a lot of people cause it's a detrimental. I honestly think it's probably the worst thing that can happen to somebody is losing a child. And, um, but in, in terms of a long-term conversation with a community that is building, um, you know, I don't have a lot of followers on on my Instagram, I have about 3000 and, and a vast majority of those came because of Sharon says, so, um, I got pretty much all of those followers that day. Um, but I try to, um, I always try to, to, to see things from my community's perspective. If, if, if you're scrolling through Instagram and you're constantly seeing the message of my baby is dying, please help. He's, he's getting weaker, please help. You know, that really will wear someone down. And I think they would, um, just for their own mental health, will check out. And I, because it's tough, it's, this is really heavy stuff. So I've tried to, um, you know, depending on who my audience is, try to cater my message a little bit, um, to something that I think would be better received. And so in the case of my Instagram, and I've started a YouTube account as well, you know, thinking about if people want to stay connected, but they can't, they just can't hear all the time, my baby's dying. Um, you know, what the, for me, I, it's, it's been kind of a shift a, a couple, I, I would say maybe a month and a half ago, is I shifted the story that I was telling, um, because I, Yes, my story is that that Damien is has a terminal illness and he's getting weaker, and I am anxious to get him help. Um, but I also think um, just as powerful a message and um, the same story, but maybe tweaked a little bit, is Damien's life is worth saving, and here's why. Here's how cute he is. Here's all the fun things that he can say. Here's the fun things that we do together as a family, um, and that kind of content is uplifting to people I have found. And, um, I have, I get a lot of good, um, good responses to that kind of content because they already know the heavy stuff that we're going through. And so, um, because I've, I kind of shift my storytelling depending on who my audience is. Um, I'm able to, I think, keep people engaged and keep people kind of encourage people to help share our story because it's not 
you know, so heavy all the time. Um, it can be light as well, and it can be uplifting to um, share this message. So, what what a great uh, what a great perspective and lesson as well that that you're teaching here about about that idea of like like you said, yeah, it it can get heavy if it's just if it's the same message that is being repeated. Um, and so, I mean, speaking of stories, one of the things that you're doing is is you do story time, right? You do you do story time with Damien, and I think that is 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 wonderful. Where it is it is it once a week? Do you do it on Sunday nights? I think is that right? Every every Sunday we um and we get we get maybe maybe twenty people who who join us live, but we save the the um the Instagram story afterwards, and and people always I'll get messages from people saying I'm so glad that you post it because I always miss it when you when you do it live, but I always check in to see how you guys are doing. But yeah, every Sunday night we um Damien loves books, and so we read him a bedtime story, a short little board book. And then afterwards we talk about our week and we, we basically give an update on here's, here's the situation with the doctors. Here's what the doctors are saying. Here's what our week looked like this week. These, this is the kind of equipment that we're, we're trying to get because Damien's in this position, but, um, and then we open it up for questions. Anybody who has questions can ask us questions live. And, um, so yeah, we do that every week. And it's such a great, I mean, and, and those who are here who know of the things that I've always loved to talk about, it's such a wonderful social media strategy, content strategy, just objectively speaking, Brittany, it's such a great content strategy, the idea of doing a series of, of content. And, that, and it's a series of content. It's a weekly story time with Damien where you guys are reading a story to Damien and uh, and people can tune in with their own children and and just engage and follow along. So I I think it's but the power of a repeatable, refillable type of content. Um, and like you said, which which is presented in a very positive way as well, and and to be uplifting and to be inspiring and motivating. Uh, it's it's so wonderful that that is also one of the things that you're doing. And I think it's a great lesson to, to all of us in the content that we're doing, particularly when we want to, we want to amplify a good cause and we want to, um, we have a cause that we want to be doing social media around. Uh, before we have to wrap up the hour, does anybody here, if, if you would, does anybody here have any thoughts or questions or comments that, that they wanted to ask Brittany about or, or speak to, to Brittany about? Flash your mic if you are here. And you do have something that you would like to say before we let Brittany go uh, this hour. And I'm just looking, scrolling through the stage. Um, but Brittany, I really appreciate you being here with us to be talking about this. Um, how can they? How can they find you and uh, help you? And then I'll also speak about uh, about what we have going on tomorrow that Breakfast with Champions is involved. Yes, thank you. Um... Um, yeah, we're super excited for this auction tomorrow. I'll let you speak more uh, about that. But yeah, we're very, very grateful for everybody involved who's been who's been helping us. Um, you guys are so good. <laughs> um, yes, if you want to learn more about uh, Damien, uh, you can go to savedamien.com. So Damien is D-A-M-I-A-N. Um, or you can find me on Instagram. Um, I believe my link is in my bio, my clubhouse profile bio. Um, 
it, but it's also please save Damien. We also have a Facebook uh, group if, if you prefer Facebook. Um, but yeah, we post, we post updates all the time. You can also go to the GoFundMe if you type in please save Damien. Um, it says please save Damien by Brittany Markham. Um, and you can find our story there. We also have a YouTube channel, but uh, the links to all of our socials are can be found at savedamien.com. Oh, and there was also one other thing I just wanted to mention really quickly, Brittany, which again is, is such a great social media thing to do. It's a great, again, speaking objectively, it's a great strategy to do, but it's something that you have done really well and that I, I think also the uh, Sharon Says So did it well as well, but it's this idea of sharing, sharing gratitude, that when you are trying to amplify a message and when people do participate in that message, that you then share the gratitude towards those people who are, who are, who are doing that. And I, I imagine you've found that to be a pretty powerful thing. Too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I think it, this kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning that this experience just teaches me like, you just have to remember that there's a real person behind every avatar, you know? And, um, and I learned this last night, or I, I was hit in the face with this again last night when you see these big influencers and sometimes you think, you know, influencers are, I don't know. I think when, when you're not a celebrity, you kind of look at celebrities in a, in a particular way as if it's, it, you're, you're looking at a, a company rather than a person, but you know, you meet them in real life and they're, they're people, they want to, they want to be thanked and they want to, you know, if, if someone was helping me physically in person, of course I would thank them. And, and I am so, so grateful for all the time that people, I mean, there are people that I've never met and who's, young children are going out and doing lemonade stands for my son. I just, I can't tell you how, how honored and how grateful I am that people are wanting to help someone that they've never met. And I, I hope if roles were reversed and this was happening to somebody else that I would be just as gracious and giving of my time. And, um, so I, you know, I can't, I, I do regularly thank my, my, followers and but i i honestly don't think i could ever thank them enough it's it, it's it, it means the world to me and it's it is it's changing lives not just damien's but um i i have so many people i i've had so many moms from all over the world messaging me who are following me and following my uh my instagram and they see the good that people are doing and we are all just so grateful this is a, a huge deal i mean it's it's everything to us and I think you do a great job of, of expressing that gratitude on your social media as well. And I think it's a great example of what we can do. You know, I'm reminded of, uh, we have worked with uh, David Dobrik. I don't know if anyone knows the name David Dobrik, but he's, he's one of the world's largest influencers. Um, he has enormous YouTube channels and he has an enormous social media reach. And I've known him since he was, uh, he had almost zero YouTube subscribers. He now has a couple of different channels and those channels have over 10 million subscribers combined. And, um, and he is a, a multi multi-millionaire. And I knew before he had that, before he had really any YouTube subscribers. And one of the things that he did very, I mean, very strategically was in every YouTube video that he made, 
he would shout out in the video he would shout out somebody who tweeted his prior video and it's just spending that what what's uh scrap that uh that we're talking about the social social media currency right digital social media currency but using your social media influence to to give some people some shout out and uh people people love to be recognized people love to be publicly recognized i mean it's the reason why you know and companies they'll have a employee of the month poster up on the on the uh in the back uh room in the in the snack room or whatever is then people can look at that and go maybe next month my picture is going to be up there and everyone can see my picture i mean we we all have that streak in us where we like to be recognized. And I think, Brittany, you've done a good job of, of doing that. And I think it's a really great example for for everybody for using social media is to to publicly recognize uh, people who, if they're engaging with your content, if they if they are retweeting or if they are sharing something, it can go a long way because other people will see it, other followers will see it, and they'll they'll want to get involved as well. Um, they'll want to get involved as well. So thank you, Brittany, for uh, being here with us. Amanda, I saw you on miking. I wasn't sure if, if you wanted to chime. Eric, did you say Amanda? I did. You were on mic. I wasn't sure if you wanted to chime. Oh, there you go. No, I'm so sorry. The app just updated, and this is a third room. People are like, Amanda, you're on miking, so I might have to leave and come back in. <laughs> no, I apologize. <laughs> no, no problem. Well, Brittany, again, thank you so much for uh, being here with us and sharing your story and it's uh it's such a powerful story and for everyone who's here we can also get involved in that story and it's one of the reasons why i wanted to have Brittany come today is because tomorrow at this hour tomorrow so starting at 9 a.m pacific noon eastern we're doing a big marathon live charity event it is uh, going to be for the Save Damien campaign and to help Damien and other children and to try to, to try to bring the treatment faster to market so that we can try to save Damien and try to save other children. Uh, and it's going to be a fun charity event. We're going to be doing live auctions every hour. We're going to have new guest mods. Nate Forrest is going to be one of our guest moderators tomorrow at 9 a.m. It's going to be right after Breakfast with Champions ends. So Breakfast Champion tomorrow, Champions ends tomorrow at noon Eastern. And then at noon Eastern, we're starting, we're firing it up. We've got some really fun items that we're auctioning off, including a ticket to Glenn Lundy's Grow Your Business for God's Sake. It's happening in Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th through 7th. Uh, he's, we're celebrating the 1,000th episode of Rise and Grind, featuring many of your favorite Breakfast with Champions speakers, spearheaded by Tamara. So Tamara's going to be there tomorrow. So come DM me auction if you want the info. Uh, Brittany's going to be there. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to have a lot of fun guest mods, and we're just going to have a fun time. Um, I get to be the live auctioneer, so I'll be live auctioning stuff as well. So we're going to just going to have a, a fun time. But thanks again, Brittany, and I can't wait for tomorrow. And uh, thank, thank you, you for being here with us on stage. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you, everybody here who's who's allowed me to speak. I. I appreciate it more than you know. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited for tomorrow. Eric is a fantastic auctioneer. He's very entertaining. <laughs> so I would come just to hear him auction things off. It's it's an experience for sure. 
Thanks, Brittany. And and please uh, make sure you go and follow Brittany and follow what she has going on. And I hope I hope you've enjoyed this past hour. We're talking. We've been talking about using social media for good and talking about some wonderful principles of being mindful of like individuals and who you who you collaborate with. Uh, sharing your stories, keeping keeping things positive as well, really important. Sharing your gratitude as well. It's great principles. I... Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.